you are listening to the Supermama's Getting Tired podcast. I'm your host, Tori Henderson, and this is episode 75. All links and show notes can be found by going to lifecoachingforparents.com slash 75. Welcome to the Supermom is Getting Tired podcast. This show is designed for moms who invest everything into parenting, but get overwhelmed, lost, and resentful. Listen and learn how to unburden yourself, feel calm, full of energy, and in control. I'm your host, master certified life coach, teacher, and recovering supermom, Tori Henderson. Hello, supermoms. How y'all doing out there? I wanted to invite you to a free coaching call I'm going to do on Friday, June 19th. So if you are interested, go to lifecoachingforparents.com, sign up for my newsletter, and you will get the link to join. It's always fun to kind of watch other people be coached. And I just kind of do like little mini coaching sessions so that I can get to a couple different people. And sometimes people have the same things going on, you know? So uh, it's always fun to watch other people. There's been a lot of online learning coaching that we, hopefully you guys are coming to the end of that craziness. And uh, you're moving into summer and hopefully maybe getting a little, getting to open up, getting to get out, maybe do some uh, different fun things. So I got a really good question today and it's one I can relate to personally. This question comes from Grace and she writes, I've got so many things I want to do with my life, but I get frustrated at my inability to follow through. I have a business on Etsy that I haven't touched for a year, not to mention countless craft projects. I keep saying I'm going to start this exercise challenge, but I haven't made it past day three. I want to join the protests against police brutality and teach my kids to stand up against it. I donated and bought books about systemic racism, but I'm afraid it will end there instead of really pursuing action. I have home improvement projects that I think about but never get around to. I could keep going with a list of things that I want to do, but these unfinished projects make me feel lazy and unproductive, even though I hardly ever sit down. I work from dawn to dusk, so it's not like I have any extra time. I'm tired of wanting to change my life, but not knowing how to make that happen. How do I motivate myself? What a great question. I'm sure nobody else out there could relate to that. Having all these ideas and things you want to do and not being able to make them happen. This is the the life, the specialty of life coaches. So I'm going to start with more of kind of my parent education answer. This isn't a parenting question. I'll give you just kind of my educator answer. The way I like to think about it is imagine life is like a buffet table. It is filled with many, many possibilities, so many appealing items to taste and enjoy, different jobs we can have, different places we could live, different experiences, things we can learn about. But when everything on the buffet table looks appetizing and appealing, you want to taste it all. But if you did, if you were to eat everything you wanted from a buffet table, you would find yourself feeling tired and overwhelmed. 
And when we try and take a bite from every item on the buffet table of life, we make ourselves sick. We just can't do it. So what's the best way to handle the buffet table of life? Well, when you're young, you want to try lots of different things. You can't just look at a buffet table and know what you want to eat. You've got to participate, right? So we got to try new things. This is why we put our kids in sports and scouts and swim lessons and science camps and encourage them to, you know, be creative and artistic because we don't know which of those items on the buffet table they're going to enjoy the most. So we're pretty good about doing it for our kids, but we've got to do it for ourselves too. Tasting things helps us decide if we want to eat more of that or less of that item. By this time in your life, you've probably tasted enough of the buffet of life to know the general idea of what you like and what you want to eat more of. So the next step is to decide what foods are most nourishing and delicious to you before you even approach the table. Because just looking at a buffet table and like all the choices, it's so overwhelming. Thinking about, think about looking at like a college catalog with all the courses and all the majors. It's like, oh my gosh, it's overwhelming to try and take a little bit of everything. But if you kind of already have an idea of what you're interested in and what you like before you open up the book, then it's easier to narrow it down. So for a mom to figure out what is most nourishing and delicious to her on the buffet table of life, we want to compare her surface desire with her deepest desire. So our surface desires, well, we want to avoid pain and seek pleasure. So our surface desires might choose chocolate wine and ice cream off of the buffet table of life. But our deeper desire is to feel healthy, energetic, and connected to our body. When you align with your deeper desire, then you know exactly what you want to eat. It's those little superficial temptations that get in the way because they're easy and convenient. And I'm not just talking about food. I'm talking about, you know, if you want to pursue something new, learn something new, it's really easy to say, eh, I'm just going to watch Netflix instead. So think about your home improvement projects, your social activism, your business, your crafts, your exercise goals. What is the deep desire that you think these projects will give you? What's the feeling you're really, really yearning for? Are you hungry for growth and forward momentum? Are you craving mental clarity, contentment, calm? Like, What is your deepest desire? Do you want to just be productive and efficient? What is it that your spirit is yearning for? And so that when you look at these projects, it will help you choose which one is most important. So we're going to choose one thing that's going to give you the feeling you crave. If you could take productive action on one of these pursuits, your business, your home improvement projects, your social activism, 
which one of these do you think would be the most rewarding? And another way to ask this is which one scares you the most? (laughs) Which one feels the most risky, but also the most exciting? If you could accomplish your goals, which of these pursuits would you be most proud of yourself for following through on? Like if you imagine yourself 10 years from now, which of these, the home improvement, the social activism, the selling your business things on Etsy, the craft projects, if you could look back on yourself 10 years into the future and looking back, which of these will you be most grateful that you accomplished? So hopefully that gives you some ideas for Grace who wrote in, but also anybody else that's listening, write down a list of all the things that you would love to learn, love to pursue, places you'd like to live, experiences like you'd like to have, whatever. If you feel like overwhelmed with so many good choices, write them all down and then ask yourself these questions. Which one would you be most proud of pursuing? Which one scares you, but it's also very exciting. And, you know, just really kind of dive into this and then pick the one that gives you the highest level of reward and the highest level of risk. Because we're moving on now to the life coaching answer. Because once you pick that item from the buffet table of life that you want to pursue, it is time to meet your resistance monster. The life coaching answer is what gets in our way from just doing this and writing a list of choices and choosing the one that feels most exciting and purposeful and then going after it. Well, what gets in our way? Holy goodness, this resistance monster can take on many forms. So it's kind of sneaky. And so we want to make sure you're paying attention to it and so that you and preparing and expecting it to show up. Okay. The resistance monster, it sounds different for different people. Mine sounds very thoughtful and considerate. It says things like, people need me. I can't just do what I want. I have to help others. There's other people that that want my help. Other monsters can sound like self-care. Oh, you're tired. You don't want to work out. You had a hard week. Let's just take a little nap and then exercise. Others like to delay. I'll do it tomorrow. No, I'll I'll get to it. I'll just get to it later. Yeah, I'm not going to do it right now. I'm busy, but later. Other resistant monsters just want to have fun. Ah, who cares? Let's just party. Have a glass of wine. That sounds boring. I want to do what I want to do. Some resistance monsters might tell you that your actions aren't big enough. Well, if you're going to do it, you have to do it right. You have to do it all the way. You have to make a difference. You must be successful. Small steps won't cut it. What you're doing is not enough. Other resistance monsters like to play small. Oh, I don't need more money. I don't need more, a better relationship. I'm fine as I am. I don't need to have more fun, more success, more love, better friendships. No, I'm just going to be grateful for what I have. Something's wrong with me for wanting more than I have. Other resistance monsters 
like to futurize and catastrophize. Something bad could happen. Everything is good now, but the other shoe is going to drop very soon and I need to be prepared. And if I go out there and try to do something new and scary, things are going to hit the fan. I know I'm going to fail, so why even try? Some resistance monsters like to compare and despair. Well, no one else struggles with this like you do. What's wrong with you? Something's wrong. Everybody else is better at this than you are. Why can't you just lose weight or whatever it is you want to do? It's compare and despair. So the way to overcome your resistance monster is to know thy enemy. Expect it to come along for the ride. Say hello to it. I like my clients to draw a picture of it, like a a little cartoon character with a little speech bubble, the things it likes to say. Have a conversation with your resistance monster. Yes, it's invisible, but we're trying to make it more visible, more tangible. Resistance will always show up when you're going to do something that is new and good for you. I don't know why. But the more aligned your goal is with your soul's calling, the more resistance you will experience. If you decided to eat a donut every day, you are not going to get resistance to that. (laughs) But if you decide to meditate every day, good Lord, you will be dancing around that meditation stool, avoiding it every chance you can get, distracting yourself with everything you can think of, the weather, social media, whatever. How many COVID cases are there now? You will find yourself doing anything other than sitting on that meditation pillow, doing the one thing that will give you what you want. So what's the point of the resistance monster. Why does it have to be there at all? Why can't we just do what we want to do when we want to do it? Follow our soul's calling, you know, pursue the things that interest us. Like we, once we identify that we really, really want it, why can't we just do it easily? Why does it have to be hard? These are the questions that I was asking myself. I think it comes up to help us. It comes up to help us build the skill set that we need to take us to the next level. When people find instant success, like sudden fame or sudden wealth, uh, they lose weight super quickly, they often don't handle it well. We need to build our capacity to handle success when we've grown accustomed to having a struggle. We need time to shift our identity and view ourselves as this new, fit, healthy, balanced, wealthy, savvy, creative businesswoman who's deserving and worthy of all these good things. So the resistance really helps us build that determination, that willfulness, and the mindset that's required if we can overcome our resistance monster, then when obstacles show up, problems show up, we can overcome those. And every time we overcome them, we become stronger and stronger. And so more capable of handling the success we want, the fitness level that we want, the way we look in the mirror, the wealth, the you know money that coming in. A lot of people have issues around that. So we want to make sure that we're ready and prepared and 
capable of handling all this wonderful success and this rich, exciting life that we are seeking to evoke. Learning to recognize and overcome your own resistance is the greatest work we all do. The more we try to change and grow ourselves, the better we get at it. Figure out what your deepest desire is and let it override all surface level desires. Make a plan on how to accomplish your goal. So for example, in her Grace's question, she decides she really wants to focus on her Etsy store. She wants to sell her crafts. She wants to make some money. And she really feels like a deep connection to this. Like, yes, this is the next area of growth for me. That she wants to let this deep desire override all the surface level desires, like going on Facebook, checking Instagram, looking up to see how many COVID cases there are. Make a plan on how to accomplish the goal. I would ask her, like, why? Like when she talks about wanting to teach her kids to be more anti-racist and wanting to donate more and be more active in against police brutality and kind of really support that movement is to ask yourself, why? What's my compelling reason? What's my deep desire? And really connect with that. And then you can use that reason to override the surface level desires like, oh, it's cold outside. I don't want to go to a march or the fears that come up like something bad could happen or whatever it is that's going to get in the way that whatever her resistance monster looks like, well, nobody else is going to go with me. So I have to go by myself or my kids don't seem interested in learning to become more anti-racist. And if that's where you get stuck, then you want to make sure you're connecting with your deep desire and make a plan with lots of small little steps. It's really easy to get overwhelmed by the entire buffet table. <laughs> so we want to break it down into small incremental steps where she will know when she's accomplished it. So if she says, I want to become more anti-racist, well, how will she know when she's accomplished that goal? We want to break it down to read a book about systemic racism attend a march. Um, if it's a weight loss goal, it could be to you know just work out today. Today's the day. I'm going to do this exercise program. I'm going to start day one. Um, if it's a home improvement project, you know, break it out in getting out the tools and supplies that you're going to need. And so if you feel overwhelmed by it, break it down into smaller chunks and then stick with your plan no matter what, no matter what kid needs you, no matter who says, I'm starving and watch your resistance monster do its song and dance, trying to distract you, trying to get you to not do this thing that's so aligned with your soul's calling. I suggest having a journal handy and writing down everything it says and then number it. You can number all the excuses of like, why now is not the time to work out. Okay, uh, I'm tired. The kids are hungry. It's too hot. I don't have the right clothes on. I'll do it later. And you can just number one, two, three, four, five, six, and all the excuses. 
And you're going to say, hello, resistance monster. I see you. I hear your opinions. Your opinion is noted. I've written it down. But now it is not welcome. I'm, I hear your resistance. I hear what you have to say, but I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to override my surface level desires, my resistance monster with my higher self with my deeper desires. I want to do it anyways because I want the feeling that it's going to give me afterwards. So you do it and then you reward yourself with praise. Like tell yourself how proud you are. Even if it was a little baby micro step, even if it wasn't you know, a whole hour workout, it was just 10 minutes. Tell yourself how proud you are of overcoming the resistance because that's the tricky part. And that is the meta skill that you're building. Every time you hear resistance and you do it anyways and you overcome it, you're building that muscle to help you grow in the direction of your deepest desires. Because in the end, these setting these goals and pursuing these uh, interests and accomplishments, it's not about the money. It's not about the weight loss. It's not about the social activism. It's about who you become in the process of pursuing your goals. That's what we really yearn for is we want to be that kind of person who can know what she wants and go after it and trust herself to accomplish that goal. Today's Supermom Kryptonite is too many priorities. A priority is something that's more important than anything else. Many supermoms can find themselves with too many, sometimes competing priorities. My kids, my career, my marriage, my house, my friendships, my health, my spiritual connection, my volunteering. Ah, it's too much to prioritize all of them at the same time. So having too many priorities is a kryptonite because it leaves us feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, and inadequate. Like we're not prioritizing correctly. We're not getting it done. We're not doing it right. If your priority is to raise happy kids and they cry and cling every time you try to go get some exercise, then you are going to feel frustrated and stuck. I suggest choosing one priority at a time. It doesn't mean you can't pursue everything on your interest list. You can absolutely have an Etsy shop and you know, learn more about the anti-racist movement, be a social activist. You absolutely can do home improvement projects and start an exercise challenge. You can do all the things. You just can't do them all at the same time. So you table one, you put one on the weekends, but don't think about it during the week. <laughs> you say, I'm not going to think about this one for the next three months. And you n- narrow it down so that you only have one priority. You know you're going to feed your children. You don't have to prioritize feeding them. You know the dishes and the laundry will eventually get done. So focusing on that and like adding it to your to-do list, I don't recommend. You know you'll show up for your work meeting and you'll do a decent job. So some things have moved to automatic pilot and they don't require your full attention anymore. If you've got a habit around exercising every day, 
then you don't have to prioritize exercise. It can take a back seat. When things move to just a habitual pattern, this is great. So there's lots of things you can move to the back burner and don't let them take up mental real estate. Don't let them make you feel overwhelmed of all the things you have to do. Just know it's going to get done somehow, some way, and don't even think about it. Choose one goal that you deeply desire that will bring up your resistance monster and focus on that. You want to use your mental power to overcome resistance to following through on this one goal. So one at a time, right? Once it becomes part of your routine and your habit, then you can demote it, (laughs) send it back to the back burner and choose another goal to focus on. But the goal is to put all your attention, all your willpower, all your focused, you know, intentional energy and putting it on overcoming resistance to moving forward, taking small little steps towards accomplishing the goal. And then once it becomes more natural, more easy, then you can choose a new goal. You don't want to try to change too many areas of your life at the same time. It makes for a great TV show. Thanks for the new season of Queer Eye, by the way, season five. Whoa, whoa, so exciting. But in real life, it makes you feel like a loser for not accomplishing all your goals at the same time. Because in reality, TV, it looks so great. Like they do everything all at once. It makes a good TV show. But in real life, it just doesn't happen that way. Choose one thing, put your intention on it and table the others until in the, till the future. So the new thing becomes the habit. Today's super mom power boost is one thing that changes everything. Sometimes there's one thing in your life that will change everything else and make everything else better. If you can figure out what this one thing is, it is a gold mine. For me, many years, Listening to and reading self-help books was the one thing that made everything else in my life better. It always put me in a good mood. I could escape the chaos in my mind and my house. I could listen to optimistic, good-hearted people teaching me things I was super interested in, learning how to make my life better, making me feel empowered like anything is possible, anything is figureoutable. And just feel on top of things. And now it's not self-help books anymore because my brain has kind of adopted that mentality. Now it's yoga. If I start my day with 20 minutes of yoga, it gives me physical energy and mental clarity first thing in the morning. This daily practice has completely taken care of my aches and pains. And let me tell you, I had many. It helps me focus on the task at hand, like what comes next. I sleep better because my back doesn't hurt anymore. I feel proud of myself for overcoming resistance to a daily practice. I tend to seek variety and not want to do the same thing at the same time every day. So uh, that kind of was a good monumental thing for me that when I overcome that. So what is the one thing for you that might change everything else? Maybe it's earning more money. Maybe it's stopping drinking. Maybe it's improving your relationship with your husband. 
I was teaching a values exercise one day where my instruction was to rank a list of 20 values according to your priorities. And so you're going to put them a kind of a list of first, second, third order, and all the way to the things at the bottom where your least priority. Well, this super mom changed my instructions a little bit. And she put time by herself in the middle of the paper and then moved all the other values to the outside edges of her paper and just kind of blended them together. And she said, if I don't get time by myself, nothing else matters. This was her one thing that changed everything. So think about what your one thing is. What's the one thing that could have the biggest, most dramatic improvement in your life? Make a plan to make that happen and say hello to your resistance monster. Draw a picture of it, write down what it says in a little speech bubble. And if you need help bridging the gap between where you are and where you want to be, hire a life coach. This is exactly what we are trained to do. You will be amazed at how powerful a few life coaching sessions can be. And remember, you're not just helping you accomplish this one goal. You are helping yourself learn the meta skill of setting a goal, overcoming your own resistance, and accomplishing it. And then you can take that skill set and apply it to many, many areas of your life. Today's quote of the day, any act that rejects immediate gratification in favor of long-term growth, health, or integrity will elicit resistance. Resistance will tell you anything to keep you from doing your work. To yield to resistance deforms our spirit. It stunts us and makes us less than we are and were born to be. Stephen Pressfield. If you want books about overcoming resistance, especially if you are an entrepreneur, writer, artist, or have leanings that direction, I highly recommend Stephen Pressfield's books, Do the Work, is good going pro, The War of Art, really worth checking out. I'll have the link in the show notes to them. Thank you so much for listening today, mamas. You take good care. I will love you and leave you. Want a free life coaching session? Go to lifecoachingforparents.com and schedule yours today. And thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you would subscribe and share these podcasts with your friends. If you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air, go to lifecoachingforparents.com slash record my question and you can send me a voicemail recording or write me an email and I'll answer it on the air. Thanks again. Have a great day.